This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is a premier male grooming company with the star Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, and we want to be able to share the savings with you, our awesome listeners. So you can use the promo code BLUECHIP, all one word, to get 20% off your next order. Don't let your balls down. Get the Lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Carnition. I'm joined, as always, by my colleague over at Blue Chip Scouting, the best co-host in the biz. It's Devin Jackson. Devin, how are you today? Pretty good, man. The Uh, OG intro, man. I hit it with the OG intro, and I got halfway through it. I went, I can't call you the verified. By the way, Twitter, get on that shit. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. So I'm not even worried about it. Prize in Spanish. <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, I'm pretty good, man. That's good. That's good. Um, Now, obviously, elephant in the room. It's Friday. There was a ranked game yesterday. But if you stuck around to the end of, of Tuesday's podcast, you already know how we picked. We all picked Coastal Carolina. And even though while we're recording this, that game has not taken place yet. I'm sure that we can comfortably say that Grayson McCall completed about 80% of his passes, threw for about 270, and Coastal won by 35. I don't know about the 35 part. It's against Arkansas State, Devin. They can score. No, they can't. Not against Coastal, they can't. They'll score. It's a Thursday night game. Look, I, I know Coastal is a good team. It is a quick turnaround. From Saturday to Thursday. If, if you lose if you lose to Arkansas State or put up a stinker against Arkansas State, I don't even care if you won. If you win like 35 to 31 against Arkansas State, goodbye to your ranking. Fuck it. It's over. <laughs> True, but uh, it just depends on how the game goes. Devin, just let me be a cynic. <laughs> nah, depends on how the game goes. I mean, no one in the grand scheme of things is not going to matter either way. I mean, if they blow them out, they're not going to go up in ranking. I mean, also true. If they win by 15, 17, it's not going to matter either. So yeah. as um, long as it's not a three point game, that's yeah. a whole different story. Now, I will say this we don't have Nick's picks uh, just yet, so they will be tweeted out on. I guess tonight, because, well, Thursday night, they'll be tweeted out because we got to make sure that it's official with Coastal, even though we all technically picked it on Tuesday. Whatever. You know what? He doesn't need to pick Coastal. He doesn't need to pick that game. We already did it for him. All right. So, Devin, I'm looking at the overall schedule, and, um, geez, this isn't as good of a week as we were hoping for. Yeah, I mean, there's a few good games, but generally speaking, there's there's not really a whole lot there in terms of uh, fun ranked games. I mean, most of them, a good bit of them, I would say you probably know who you're going to pick to win, but 
that the Red River Showdown is no longer the Red River Shootout. It's no, the it's showdown. the Red River Rivalry. Oh, sure. Whatever yeah. they call it these days. Yeah, it's the new name sucks. Uh, but I'm taking a look. So we have that we're picking today. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. We have like 15. No, we have about 17 games and only like two of them are ranked team versus ranked team. Maybe three. I think it's three. It is actually four. Oh, okay. There you go. I can't count. Dyslexia is a bitch. Should we, should we stop fucking around and actually uh, pick some of these games? Yeah. All right. So when you're listening to this on Friday, you can tune in on ESPN tonight and watch Temple at number five, Cincinnati. Cincy favored by 29 points over under of 54. I want to be bold because, I mean, I'm getting shit kicked by both of you. And I want to go with Dante Colinelli's Temple Owls. But I have eyes, Devin which means that I can't do that, I'm, I'm going to go with Sensi. This is a no-brainer. I mean, <laughs> look, man. <laughs> I, I, you, if only you guys could see the look Devin said when I, uh, the, the Devin gave me when I said I wanted to be bold. He was just like, I swear to God, this, it's like this dude wants to buy me a sandwich. I was about to say, I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That is not a game. That, that just I, screams I would, bad idea. If you pick Temple to win, they're going to lose by 50. It's just it's just bound to happen. But since he's going to win the game, I don't think they cover, but I think they win. Yeah. Also tonight, we got Pac-12 after dark, baby. It's Stanford off of their bullshit win. I am red hot still about that. As you can tell, I'm just kind of, it's been a long week, guys. I'm a little grumpy. I've had a lot to do this week. So the ability to censor myself and not curse is just straight up gone. Devin's going to have to mark this as an explicit podcast. Uh, <laughs> Stanford off of their bullshit upset over over uh, Oregon, which I'm shocked they didn't make Stanford a ranked team afterwards because aren't they a blue blood program, Devin? Anyway. Uh, they're on the road at number 22, Arizona State. I... Do not care about this game. You see, this is a classic trap game. Because Arizona State... Doesn't deserve to be ranked. Not really. I mean, they beat a UCLA team that was overhyped pretty much after the LSU game, unfortunately. But this is a classic Pac-12 game where... Arizona State looks like the better team on paper, but I'm going to go with Stanford. I think I really think they're going to pull the upset because I don't believe that Arizona State can sustain success. I also don't believe in the Stanford team whatsoever, though. The problem is I don't believe in I don't believe in either team, but Mm. Stanford has been very up and down and they are always playing rate ranked teams really close beat usc beat oregon they have an interesting resume like and not and not a good way (laughs) 
they they beat they beat the teams they're not supposed to beat, but they lose the teams they're supposed to beat. So I, I'm I'm gonna pick Stanford as well. And the only reason I say that is because you're so confident in picking Stanford. I I can't go against that. I can't. I cannot do it. Watch Arizona State win by four touchdowns now. No, see, here's the thing, Devin. With me being three games behind you, I need to be very strategic. And I am not willing to bet on Arizona State to do what they're supposed to do, especially to a Stanford team that has beaten two ranked teams already. See, I'm laughing because we're going to say all this, and then on <laughs> tonight when you're listening to this, Stanford's going to get the blown out. They're going to get yeah. blown out. But whatever. It, it doesn't even matter at this point. All right. I am I am made of questions with this next game, Devin. Uh, we have number six, Oklahoma, on the road at number 21, Texas. Oklahoma favored by three, over under of 63 and a half. I've been thinking about this game all week because – I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, Texas is going to upset Oklahoma. Are you going? No. I'm going to Oklahoma. Oh. See, Devin, here's the here's the very, the very big difference between you and me. I've had to watch this Oklahoma team every single week. And the only game in which they've looked good was Western Carolina. I mean, congratulations. Here's your good job, Cake. You beat a team that I didn't know existed coming into the year. Texas, on the other hand, yes, they laid a stinker against Arkansas, and you can make fun of them for that all you want. But they they beat Louisiana Lafayette. They beat uh, Texas Tech. They beat TCU. They probably should have lost to TCU. But Oklahoma, you know, only beat Kansas State because Kansas State didn't know how to spell defense, let alone play it. I'm going to go Texas. I figure we have a split on this pick. Yeah, I, I, I'm not I... – <laughs> How many times am I going to be able to pick against Oklahoma? At one of these times, Devin, it's going to pay off. With, look, listen, I told you this a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Oklahoma's going to lose when you least expect it. Oh, yeah. I fully expect that it's going to be like Kansas that pulls the upset at this oh, point. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> can you fucking imagine, though, if they just like, can you imagine? Okay, so we beat Kansas State and we beat Texas. And we beat Texas Tech, and we struggled with with West Virginia, and, and we did all of these things. But then fucking Kansas rolls in and drops forty seven points on you, and you lose. Shut down the program. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm going to go Texas. I I think that it's going to be very hard. Listen, Oklahoma's defense has been fantastic this year. They have. They've been phenomenal. You know, Deuce Vaughn was able to create yardage against them last week. And Bijan Robinson is a better running back than Deuce Vaughn. Bijan Robinson is, well, I hate to say it, Devin, he's a problem in all of the best ways. Um, I'm not sure the Oklahoma linebackers are in for, uh, know what they're in for, trying to tackle a six foot one, 220 pound Bijan Robinson 40 times in a game. See, the one thing I'm worried about in this game is is Oklahoma's offensive line. Like, I don't know if they're going to be able to they, They're not. It's a bad offensive line. We were talking with A.J. Schulte uh, last weekend about this. This is the worst Oklahoma offensive line in years. Wanye Morris looks like crap. 
Tyrese Robinson and Marquise Haynes cannot stop committing penalties. But I feel like this is the Spencer Rattler game. This is the game that he's like. Texas is going to play much tighter coverage than Kansas State did. This is the game Spencer Rattler is like, I'm that dude. That's why I'm going to win. If that happens, then yeah, they'll win. If it doesn't, then all Casey Thompson needs to do is not be terrible. Devin, I don't think there's going to be any disagreement in this next game. We have Maryland on the road at Ohio State. Ohio State is favored. <laughs> Ohio State is favored by 21, and the over/under is 71. Listen, Maryland got their their souls crushed last week, and then they got to play Ohio State after playing Iowa. Oh, it doesn't get any easier for Maryland after that, Devin, because they have Ohio State. They're on the road at Minnesota. They face uh, Indiana. Then to finish the season, they get Penn State at Michigan State, Michigan, and then Rutgers. Uh, they better get five they, wins. They better win the next two games after this week to <laughs> get to a bowl game because it's going to be tough sledding. I'm going to uh, go Ohio State. Yes, yeah, they're going to cover too. They obliterate. They obliterated Rutgers' best team in like four or five years. So Maryland has no chance. Interesting, you mentioned Rutgers because they're our next game. By the way, Michigan State being eleventh in the country and getting the noon slot on the Big Ten Network almost seems disrespectful. I said almost. I've been going back and forth about this game too because. Michigan State has massively overachieved, mm-hmm. like massively. And they are is, favored by five and a half with an over-under 50. This I is, think this is going to be a low-scoring game. This is a game they could really lose. Because Rutgers can't play as badly as they played the last two weeks. They just can't happen. I mean, they, they got Michigan and Ohio State back-to-back. And I believe both of them were, no, one, uh, no, last week was a home game. Never mind. Not that it mattered. Um, they are <laughs> Michigan State on the road. I- I'm just going to go Michigan State. I can't believe Michigan State's ranked 11th of the country. You know what? I'm going to pick Rutgers to win. All right. So it seems like I'm going to make up some ground on you this week. You're going to be surprised when Noah uh, Vegerl throws three touchdown passes, <laughs> kicks a game-winning field goal. Well, he doesn't, but Rutgers kicks yeah, if the Yeah, if, if the QB kicks a game-winning field goal, I'm pretty sure something has gone horribly wrong, Devin. Devin, no. this is why you need coffee in your life. No, nah, I'm fine. Rutgers is going to win the game. All right. We have number 13, Arkansas, on the road to face all hotty-totty Ole Miss. I still don't understand what the fuck that means. Um, Mississippi is favored by five and a half over under of 60, uh, 66 and a half, sorry. I got Ole Miss, man. I'm, I got I, Ole Miss I as well. I, I don't expect them to play as poorly as they did last week. It, Arkansas, I think they've hit their peak on the season. I don't think they can beat any more ranked teams. Um, I mean, like, I could see them beating, like, a Florida or something like that. But, like, Ole Miss, any of these high-powered offenses, I don't think they have it in them. Well, they it, they can't score. They can't and, manufacture and, scores without throwing the ball to Traylon Burks. And they I, – I said – high-powered offenses as if Georgia didn't just, like, <laughs> fucking annihilate them only throwing for, like, 68 yards. 
Uh, but no, I'm going to go Ole Miss. Look for a big I, – I think Matt Corral played pretty well, all things considered. Like, it wasn't a stock up or a stock down game. He just kind of remained in neutral. He had to go on the road to face Alabama. That's not exactly an easy game. I, I don't know what I was expecting from that, to be honest. I, I don't either. Um, Did we get Va- – we got Vandy versus UConn last week, right? Uh, yep. Did did Vandy win that game? That is a good question. Uh, because I saw that they had two wins, and I could not, for the life of me, remember. Ah, they did. They did. Thirty to twenty-eight. Wow. Oh, I didn't realize they they, they beat Colorado State. I was trying to figure out where the hell their two wins. Came wow, they from. they kicked the game winning field goal. <laughs> They're on the road at Florida. Florida's number twenty in the country. They blew, uh, they blew an eleven point lead with eight minutes left. Sorry, right. I, I had to. I had to give you a quick update on the game. Devin, 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 listen to this. The over under on this game is fifty nine and a half, and Florida is favored by thirty nine points. Jesus, <laughs> I'm gonna pick Florida with a win, <laughs> obviously, but I don't think they're gonna cover. I don't think they're gonna cover either because the offense has been kind of. Wait, I take that. You back. know what? I no, I changed my mind. They're gonna cover. They're gonna, it's I, it's Vandy. I just looked at the Georgia Vandy score. <laughs> you forgot about the Georgia Vandy game already. Sixty-two to nothing. I'm gonna pick Florida to cover. They lost to Stanford, forty-one to twenty-three. Dear God. See, that's why I don't have faith in Stanford. They lost twenty-three points to Vandy. Yeah, but they were gar- garbage time. Touchdown. I know. Uh, I, I yeah, I'm gonna pick Florida and they cover. All right. Yeah, they'll cover. <laughs> uh, uh, the CBS game this week we have number two Georgia on the road at number eighteen Auburn. Georgia is favored by fifteen and a half points, and the over under is forty seven. I'm not drinking that Auburn Kool Aid. I'm sorry. Georgia's gonna win. I don't think they cover though. I'm going to pick Georgia. I think they cover because I think all they need to do is win 17 to nothing. That's true. I feel like I'm just going to pick Georgia to cover no matter what the score line is. Because if it's like less than three touchdowns, I'm very confident. If it's more than three touchdowns, then they just need to be like, all right, we'll win 24 to three. Well, the thing is they've covered their massive spreads this year. Like UAB was a massive spread and they covered that. Um, Arkansas, they covered that. Vandy, they covered it. Yeah, Arkansas was an eighteen-point spread. Yeah, but they covered the Vandy spread. So I mean, I'm I'm picking them to cover. Yeah, I'm totally misread this one at first. And we got Boise on the road at number ten. BYU, BYU favored by five and a half. I thought I misread it as Boise was favored by five and a half, and I would add serious questions. See, this is another game I looked at. I'm like. Could be upset, but their second half offense has been god awful. I'm picking BYU, and I think they cover. Yeah, BYU is going to win and cover. Boise State's offense just goes completely silent in the second half. Like, they had a chance to beat Nevada, Oklahoma State, UCF, but they all, second half, they just fell apart. So, yeah. So, you're picking BYU as well? Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of boring week in terms of picks. There's not a lot of drama. Uh, Devin, I feel bad, and I, and I want to mention this. We completely forgot to review Wake Forest game this past week. We skipped over them. However, 
Our Demon Deacons. That's my way of making it. I'm I'm not going to claim. I'm sorry. Look, they might be undefeated, but they... Nah. I mean, I concur, but I needed to think of something to make it up to all three Wake Forest fans that listen to this podcast. I don't know a single Wake Forest fan. (laughs) Not one. Anyways... The number 19-ranked Wake Forest Demon Deacons. That will never not be weird to say. On the road at 3-2 and two Syracuse, Wake Forest favored by 6, over under 57. I'm tempted to pick against Wake Forest again, but they keep burning me. So they, I'm a, every I'm, time I've picked against them, they, I, I've been made to look like an idiot. I'm just pick Wake Forest. I was looking to see if there was a trap game, and, and there isn't for like a month. Yeah. So I'm going to pick, dude, Wake Forest's schedule the rest of the way is incredibly easy. Have you seen so, this? ACC chance? Okay. <clears throat> In order, this week against Syracuse, at Army, Duke. Oh, wait, at- wait, wait, wait. That Army game is not going to be a pushover. Army is legit this year. But it's not a conference game. But that'll still hurt them. I know. I know. But there are it, it, in the conference, Devin. They're three and zero. The only other undefeated team in conference is NC State at one and zero. So weird to me how they do ACC schedules, and like so many teams are like different all over the place. Right? Yeah, uh, but like Boston College, Syracuse, zero and one. Florida State, one and two. Louisville, one and one. Clemson, two and one. And then NC State one to know Wake Forest is three and zero in conference already. So the rest of the, the conference, the rest of the Atlantic Division is chasing them. But they have Syracuse, Army, Duke, at UNC, North Carolina State, Clemson, Boston College. Oh, that's the rest of their way. That that closing, they might have four straight losses. <laughs> I'm sorry, they that in NC NC it makes sense why they're having early success because their schedule is backloaded. They need, yeah, it's a backloaded schedule, but if they get to the point, and here's the thing, we don't know about Clemson yet. We we really don't. True, but... I I, I mean, I by mid-November, know, you'd hope they'd get it together. But I don't know, man. Wake Forest just does not have the talent to match. No, they don't. They do have Jaquari Robinson. Or Robbers, Robbers? Robert, Roberson. Robertson. I, I always think of Robinson. Uh, long-winded explanation, I'm picking Wake Forest. Same. All right. Devin, I have a feeling that like the last two seasons have just been w- really rough on the on the Naval Academy. Uh it's it's not looking good for, for Ken Niamatololo uh and his future there. And their prize for a bad season is to host five and oh number twenty four ranked SMU. SMU favored by thirteen and a half. Now this is interesting because I have Navy watched... fresh off of beating UCF. By the way, I know you watch SMU because of TCU, but I have not watched a single snap. I of, believe of Tanner Mordecai is leading the nation in passing yards. Impressive. Maybe maybe he's the guy that should have been for SMU last year. Not Shane Bouchelle, but anyway, I will um, not stand by and listen to any said heresy. Listen, I, I'm a, I was a big Shane Michelle guy, but God, 
sometimes he was just so frustrating. Uh, the line on this one, Devin, we have SMU favored by 13 and a half. I'll take SMU and them to cover. Yeah, Navy's look bad. Navy's look really bad. In fact, in case well, you, for, you for those that are curious, Navy's schedule so far this week, uh, so far this season, has been uh, losing by 42 points to Marshall, <clears throat> losing by 20 to Air Force, losing to Houston by eight, and then beating UCF by four. Weird schedule. That is a very weird schedule. That is the quintessential independent team schedule. Um. Yeah, I'm going to take SMU on the points. All right, Devin, this really should be the 8 o'clock game. It really should be. We have number four, Penn State, on the road at number three, Iowa. Iowa favored by one and a half points. That uh, by Sorry, by a point and a half. That has to be home field advantage at this point. Over under a 41. Smash the under. Absolutely. I'm taking Penn State, though. I'm, oof. This one is the only game that I've actually really battled with this week, Devin. Because, like, I'll go, yeah, this is going to be Iowa. And then, like, 15 minutes later, I'm like, no, you idiot. It's Penn State. And, like, it's been that all week. I don't know why. I have a feeling that if this were a night game, I'd have more faith picking Iowa. I don't I have I have no explanation as to why that's a thing. The big matchup in this one is <clears throat> uh Iowa's white corner Riley Moss taking on uh Jahan Dotson, friend of the podcast, Jahan uh, Dotson. <laughs> uh, don't do that. I have no faith in either of these offenses. And these are both like top ten defenses in the country. Iowa can force more turnovers in the field position battle. I'm going to go Iowa. I'm so confident in this pick. Clearly. Yeah. (laughs) That's going to be a good game. Do you pick them to cover, though? Do I pick them to cover the one and a half point spread? It could be a one point game. Yes, I'm going to pick them to cover. I think they win by three. Oh. It, it very well might be like a seven to three final. If you're betting on, I this mean, it, it could literally be like 17 to 16. That's exactly why I asked you if you want the <laughs> one point, one and a half points or no. All right, Devin, we got number nine, Michigan on the road at three and three, Nebraska. This is the ABC game in my region for the night. <laughs> uh, listen, before we get into this pick, I just want to talk to ABC personally because the last three years they've been trying to give us Nebraska in prime time and trying to force Nebraska. We don't want it. Force us to watch Nebraska in prime time. Every time they are in prime time, they get blown out, they get blown to bits. Remember the Ohio State Nebraska game? That was a complete disaster. When we were covering the conference two years ago? Yeah. Yes. They had it on ABC. They made this big thing like, oh, Nebraska is going to maybe upset Ohio State. It's and the they didn't game. have a good record at the time either. And then they came out and ran like the triple option from the I formation. They were like, oh, no, here they come. And then it was over by halftime. Then it was interception. Uh, that was it. 
Uh, I'm going to pick Michigan. By the way, Michigan is only favored by three and a half. <laughs> you know what? Stop, um, Stop uh, doing this with Nebraska. They keep doing this. Like Nebraska's won three games. Ranked teams beware. Nebraska, they're coming for all the upsets. I'm so up, upset at this. I knocked my headphones out. Um, uh, you know, the break teams beware. They kept it close with a bad Oklahoma team. They want Bama. No, stop. It's going to be over by halftime. Give me Michigan and the points. Yeah, I got Michigan. <laughs> um, there's, there's no way I'm picking Nebraska to ever upset anybody under Scott Frost. It's just not happening. Because, you see, Nebraska might be in position to upset this game, but Scott Frost is going to make a play call that's absolutely going to destroy them. It's just bound to happen. That sounds about right. All right, Devin, this is a game that I wish was being covered at set at uh, in that primetime slot in my area. It's Notre Dame on the road at Virginia Tech. Uh-oh. I, I, I had to wait for that second name because I was like, um... Yeah, given my history with Notre Dame this year, you're like, uh, the fuck? You you want to watch a Notre Dame game? <laughs> In prime time? In prime oh. time? <laughs> On the road, in uh, at VT, a night game. Dude, it's getting to that point in the year where it's actually dark outside when Enter Sandman's going to come on. Oh. Wait, Virginia Tech's at home? Virginia Tech's at home. Uh, give me Virginia Tech. Give me Virginia Tech. Notre Dame only favored by one point. There's a reason why. <laughs> nah, but no, listen. Listen, it's, Jack it's Cohn's a, backup versus the, the defense that shut down Sam Howell? That defensive line is scary. I don't know if they, they want that problem. I'm going to give me Virginia Tech. Yeah, I'll take Virginia Tech, man. Devin, I know you're going to be covering this game. We got LSU on the road at number 16, Kentucky. Damn, Kentucky's 16th in, in the nation. Kentucky favored by three and a half. The crazy thing about them being ranked now is that I picked them as a joke last week. Like, I was being half serious. And you fucking won. And they I actually won it. the game. I fucking hate you for it, Devin. So I'm going to continue the trend. I'm picking Kentucky again. I'm going to pick Kentucky as well. Listen, I, I, I love LSU. It's always going to be a school I love, but I just they they're just not good this year. The the running game is terrible. You lost the passing game is not that much better. You lost Derek Stingley <clears throat> for the year. Yeah, he he's, he's done. done. He's he's done. There's no he's not there is back. no way he's coming back. He doesn't need to because I mean LSU is going to play in like the Citrus Bowl or they're going to play in like the Capital One Bowl, and he's not playing in that at all. He, he does not, not care. If it's not a New Year's Six Bowl, he does not care. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, give me give me Kentucky. I. Not that it matters. LSU could cover. Moving on. I'm, I'm done talking about that team. We have number one Alabama on the road against the fighting Zach Calzadas, uh, the Texas A&M Aggies. <laughs> I, I've broken Devin with that one. Jesus. Uh, Alabama favored by 18. Give me Alabama. Give me the points. Yeah, same. That, that, was, that was incredibly anticlimactic. Listen, A&M's offense has been so bad. 
See, here, oh. he, he, here's the one way A&M can win this game. They need, C, uh, not C.J. Spiller, uh, Isaiah Spiller to break the all-time uh, single-game rushing record. And that's that not going to happen. That is literally the only way. Yeah, and that is not going to happen. Give me Alabama and give me the points. Alabama has to at least throw or turn the ball over like six times for this to even be close. Literally. Like we have... say that now, and there is an alternate universe out there, Devin, where you and I are sitting here on Monday, and we're reviewing this game, and A&M has won. It, it's not this universe, but in some say, universe. Listen, Johnny Manziel is not walking through that door. He's I not. don't even think with Manziel they'd be able to win. Not with this team, though. No, no not with this line team. has been bad, too. So, yeah. And to finish it off, Devin, this is right up your alley. It's a Mountain West game, baby. We got two and three New Mexico on the road. <laughs> Not going to let me finish the game before you start laughing. Go ahead. No. <laughs> we got two and three New Mexico on the road at number 25. <laughs> He's laughing again. On the road at number 25, San Diego State. San Diego State favored by 19 and a half. Over under is 42 and a half. I'm just laughing because New Mexico threw for 39 yards against Texas A&M like three weeks ago. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is right up Devin's alley. So we got two and three New Mexico. <laughs> Why did you I start love- with them? <laughs> oh what? I should have led with San Diego State, yes. the team that's at home? Yes. Just said San Diego State's home. You didn't know this game was on tab, didn't you? No, I did. <laughs> I did. It's just I built said, up the anticipation and then dropped New Mexico on you. You dropped two and three New Mexico. Like they're good. Like they're not even good, man. They haven't won since week two. So <laughs> I mean, this is a team that made Iowa State's offense look good. All right. Anyway. Oh no, that was UNLV. My yeah. apologies. That wrong, bad wrong, mountain, wrong. bad Mountain West teams all look alike to me. Wrong Mountain West team, same colors. Wrong Mountain West. Yeah, team. I'm going with San Diego State. I know Clearly. nothing about the program this year, so are they just really good defensively? Yeah, yeah, really good defensive unit. Uh, a player to watch, Cameron Thomas. Uh, he's like a. I I heard this from Ben uh, Ben Fennel. But he is like the Mountain West version of Aiden Hutchinson. Ooh. So he's like inside out type of guy, uh, creates pressure, can win quickly. So he, he's the one guy that definitely have eyes on. Uh, Greg Bell, the running back, is pretty good too. So they've been running the football and pretty much defense. That's, right. how they, that's how they beat Utah. So Yeah, so I'm going to go San Diego State in this one. Um, okay. Yeah, I didn't leave space for an ad break. I was going to actually pause halfway through and go for the ad break. But we'll just have that as the outro to this one. Um, you got anything to add, Devin? Just check out all the, the review articles prior to uh, this week's slate of games. Uh, I got the Mac and Mountain West, obviously. Uh, you got the Big 
Big 12, we, uh, I, I believe you did a Sunbelt thread. I don't know. If I did a do... Sunbelt thread because I didn't have time with everything else going on this week to do a full article. And I realized I was mostly just talking about players from the same two schools every week. So given the fact that I had a lot on my plate, um, you know, the last couple of days, uh, I just did it as a quick thread. Uh, but no, Big 12 comes out as you're listening to this Thursday. Uh, I had my NFL weekly predictions article go check that out nearly five thousand words uh just an absolute beast of a of a predictions article but until next time guys you can find me on twitter at mike h underscore draft you can find devin on twitter at real d underscore jackson you can find nick on twitter at price check three follow the show at big shots pod follow our work at blue chip scouting at blue chip scout um you can also find Devin and Nick and their work with Ryzen Draft. Um, yeah, you know, buy the merch. We'll see you guys on Tuesday. Have a good day, y'all. We want to thank our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet for whatever your needs are. With nine amazing flavors to choose from, all of which covered in 100% chocolate. Oh, by the way, guys, they have several monthly Special offer bars as well, all of which have up to 19 grams of protein with only 4 grams of added sugar and 4 grams of net carbs. Built Bar has whatever you're looking for, whether you're looking for a delicious snack, a pre- or post-workout bar, or need to keep up with your macros, Built Bar is a top-of-the-first-round protein bar. See what I did there? Draft puns. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code BIGSHOTS for 10% off your next order. That's BIGSHOTS, all one word, 10% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. If you want to show your favorite podcast some love, may I suggest heading over to BlueChipScouting.com and clicking on the merchandise tab and checking out the catalog we have of shirts, sweaters, stickers, and other awesome gear. We have regular bluechipscouting.com apparel as well as special collections there is the cam newton no matter what jared feinberg collection the guards don't matter tyler fornis collection the hollywood dante colinelli line and also the mon pond if you want to be ahead of the curve on kellen mon with the minnesota vikings go on over to bluechipscouting.com click the merchandise tab and help give back to the podcast we appreciate it